0: Hello and welcome back to Pokemon Radio. We are your host, Derek and Sassy, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Professor Oak's Pokemon Talk. Now, unfortunately, Professor Oak is unable to join us because he was sucked under the mud in the Great Marsh. Poor Oak getting uh I, I that sentence i thought was going somewhere else when i saw because he was sucked i was like i was like what's going on now last time we, were, we were just talking about oak's <laughs> dating life with uh, laying the wood and i was like look at this more fun facts but no his life is in danger please send help um we <laughs> last left <laughs> our trainers in the pastoria city gym after earning the fourth gym badge and making mucho progress uh how is jenna's squad currently looking
1: I think Mucho Progress is um, not a descriptor that can be used for Jenna because I'm like very amused looking at our, uh, the Pokemon level spreads between Jenna and Pooja. So starting with Jenna, uh, she has Coca-Cola, the Monferno at level 25. That is also her fighting type from the Veilstone City Gym. FOMO Co, the Finneon level 25. That's her water type from the Pastoria City Gym. DuPont, still a Budu. Level 25, Grass-type from the Eterna City Gym. Exxon, Shieldon, also level 25. That's her Rock-type from the orbrick City Gym. National Park Service, the Pachirisu at level 25. And Amazon, the Misdreavus at level 27.
0: So <laughs> many Pokemon. So whole...
1: But they're little babies! They're wee little
0: babies. <laughs> that is crazy, though, that the highest level is 27. That is insane. Jenna.
1: Yeah, it's not not great. <laughs>
0: what are you doing, Jenna? Well, I mean, when she finds a real trainer.
1: Not training. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Poojus is... I don't even think Poojus is training that much from what I'm seeing, but for some reason, the levels are just higher, so we'll see how this goes. Poojus has Poo, the Haunter, at level 34. Rampudos, the Kranidos, at level 34. Shartink's the Luxray at level 34. And Turdwig's actually not a Grottle anymore. Turdwig is a big Turdwig
1: uh oh fuck what's it called
0: um
1: tortera tortilla tortera Tortera.
0: (laughs) you got turd with the tortilla at level 34 and (laughs) Pulliper, the wingle at level 24 has not had a chance to catch up with puliper quite yet but i have faith that there will be a evening of levels because of the ocd of pugis that i share and as we know puliper is named puliper because he is the shit now Moving on to the Great Marsh. The Great Marsh, I just marsh is a really annoying word for me to say. I don't know why. I don't know why. Like
1: <laughs> There's so many consonants. Yeah,
0: it's something about like some people don't like the word moist. I don't like the word marsh.
1: Moist does not bother me,
0: actually. Really? So I was I'm actually
1: Marsh doesn't either. <laughs> I'm actually
0: surprised by that. I thought I thought moist would have been you you strike me as a person who would not like
1: Is it cause I have uh, X? Ex- two x chromosomes because i'm not even being snarky that started out snarky it does seem like a lot of women are the ones that don't like the word moist, really i have not noticed that
0: trend me. but i'll start paying more attention i just thought most people hated i feel it.
1: like it's all women that i know yeah no moist doesn't bother me now that we've said the word 30 moist times. like seven times we just times. lost
0: all- <laughs> we lost so many <laughs> listeners just now for the two of you that are still left um thank you <laughs> for not, not giving us <laughs> I, I, we don't say it much more i can't make any promises now on the north side is where we find this great marsh uh very fun to explore it's similar kind of like the safari zone where you have a certain number of steps as you're going through um there's like a guardhouse entrance with an upper level with binoculars which is super fun because you get like a little environmental view and such it helps trainers spot rare pokemon before actually getting into the marsh itself uh, once you get inside the entrance though there's a young trainer who gives us HMO five defog, which I was very, very surprised. I didn't know what defog was. Um, Ceci, did you know on a, like a dark cold day where you might get lost?
1: What? Is this a- and
0: on a dark cold day, where might you get lost? In defog. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. I did not know where that was going. <laughs>
0: I thought it was funny. The D- defog
1: just—I was like, I know this is a setup, but I have no idea what my response is. <laughs> just when I to see be. defog,
0: I don't think defog. I-, I immediately think it's in defog, like Willem Defoe.
1: <laughs> I was wondering because I definitely say defog.
0: A tram can be used to navigate between areas to save steps. Fun fact: you also need a tram to get from the beginning and to the end of Willem Defoe's <laughs> penis. Oh my God. But yes, this tram, we'll call it the Willem Tram, (laughs) can be used to navigate to different areas and save you steps and get around more efficiently. What are your (laughs) thoughts, Sassy?
1: I was very intrigued. So I did put the comparison in here to the Safari Zone in Fuchsia City and Kanto. And I feel like logistically there are similarities there with like the limited step count and the special like Pokeballs that you use, but... Um, the similarities end there because as I'm, like, wandering through this marsh, I'm realizing that the Safari Zone, I think we can all agree, the Pokemon there, the Tauroses, your Chanseys, your Jatinis, like, they're all, like, artificially stocked, right? Like, those Pokemon, like, are from elsewhere or bred elsewhere and then brought to Fuchsia City to, like, populate the Safari Zone. I would
0: assume, unless it's just the weirdest coincidence in the world that Fuchsia City is the center of all weird Pokemon.
1: Right, where there's, like, seemingly no natural landscape, actually, where these Pokemon well, can live. Well, because in reality, yeah, so all that's... the
0: Pokemon that used to live there got murdered by Scyther, just like all the people, so they had to be imported. Right. Yeah.
1: Correct. So, I think what makes the Great Marsh really interesting is that, actually, in contrast to this, like, really artificial, highly engineered experience at the Safari Zone, the Great Marsh is just... A nature preserve so you know as the pokemon that live in this very natural environment this natural habitat that presumably predates um pastoria city like it's raining constantly in and around pastoria city like it is fully a natural landscape feature that this marsh exists here and those binoculars that you can use up in the guardhouse to sort of like do your scope in before you go into the great marsh Um, It's actually really helpful because it also can show your trainers, like, here are the Pokemon whose population levels are doing super well, so these guys, like, you can catch in addition to, like, this more normal, typical wildlife that exists here, like your, I don't know, what else is here, like, whoopers or something, I assume, I genuinely don't know. Um, and then it also tells you, sort of, here are the Pokemon that you aren't going to be able to see today. Like you can't catch every single Pokemon that lives in the Great Marsh because it's really highly dependent on what their mating season has been like recently. So uh, I just I wanted to note that as I think a really interesting aspect of this experience because we haven't had this sort of. We don't have a lot of, I guess, experiences being able to dive deep into these sort of, like, undisturbed natural ecosystems mm. and the Pokemon that live in them.
0: No, it was super fun. I really enjoyed the entire, like, environment of it. It was very, I, I think that swampy, marshy places are some of the coolest places to explore. Outside of the mosquitoes, Um, mosquitoes aren't, there need to be more frog-type Pokemon. I'm not going to lie. Politoads get at me. To eat all those little motherfuckers up, but, like, I think it was super fun. Uh, I do agree. I really enjoyed getting kind of an overhead view of it, too. I think a lot of times when you're in those types of places, it's hard to appreciate what it looks like walking through it. Like, if you're just walking through, it's like, oh, it's wet, it's swampy, there's bugs and stuff like that. But, like, when you're getting an overhead view, it's like, oh, this is actually pretty, I'm not just dealing with the swamp.
1: Yeah, and to be totally clear, like, we all know, like you and I are both scientists. Like, I am a happy and proud desk scientist because I hate field work. <laughs> like tromping around in a marsh is actually my nightmare. So, like, I'm not here being like, oh my gosh, this was the most fun experience I've ever had in my entire life. But like from a scientist t- from a scientific, more objective perspective, I can be like, this is a really cool and really successful example of Pokemon conservation that works. So like, I was super into that. That's
0: true, also objective perspective is a phrase that I need to use more often. I love that, okay.
1: Objective it's perspective.
0: Like the, it reminds me of like a song they play in like third grade on how do you like-
1: Like uh Conjunction oh man, what Junction? what are they called? Yeah, Schoolhouse yes, Rock, yes,
0: yeah. Yes, 100%. And now for a quick word from our sponsors. Do you want to check out the Great Marsh? It's the moistest place you've ever been. Do you like moist places? Do you like the word moist? Well, check out the Great Marsh. I asked one guy standing there, and he said, this is the moistest place I've ever been. Take it from him, sketchy guy in the swamp. It's basically science. Come get moist in the Great Marsh.
1: Now, back to our show.
0: After we do make it out of the Great Marsh, now there is that Team Galactic grunt I alluded to. Talking about a bomb, which I'm confused because if you have, like, the power of demons and intergalactic things, <laughs> why are you using bombs? It feels like kind of low level, but whatever. Um, he does run off back towards Route 213, but before we can follow, our rival jumps out, and in just classic fashion, we don't want to see them, and they're here to bother us, Woo! I feel
1: like a very long time since we've seen Fase and Bernie Sanders and it's like all right, like legit stuff is happening and you're here like can you just like go hang out like in the Great Marsh or something maybe you get stuck in the mud like you don't have to be in mortal danger like Oak but like why don't you go spend some time being lost so that we can actually go solve problems also like
0: it's not like this time where we're like typically we're on our way somewhere we're busy but this is like oh someone said the word bomb Little Fouc Fosse is like, well, now we have to battle. Let me tell you about my day and run in circles for 30 minutes. And Like, no, dude. Like, let's actually maybe not let a bomb go off. That seems a little bit more important than.
1: Well, and, yeah, to add to that, after we defeat Fouc Fosse or Bernie in battle, they're like, oh, hey, that Team Galactic guy looked pretty shady. I think we should go after him. And it's like, what do you think like, we were going
0: to do? No shit, <laughs> What are you doing? now we do end up chasing the grunt through route 213 i didn't get to tackle and beat him up boo um and back through the resort back to the lake valor entrance where he attacks with a very underwhelming team of pokemon
1: yeah i don't even remember what it was just that it was like noticeably low level (laughs) which is saying something considering how noticeably low level jenna's team is (laughs)
0: jenna's sitting there (laughs) laughing about the fact that you haven't put any time into training then you need to reevaluate your choices as a as a trainer or grunt maybe grunts have a busy schedule i don't know what their lives are like maybe they don't really have time to put into pokemon training and other things like that but either way uh yeah weak pokemon attack after we very easily kind of get rid of this grunt I, at this point those pokemon were so weak i probably could have like give them a little flick on the ear and they probably would have went back in their pokeballs um he runs back oh, into yeah. lake valor but we can't follow him and instead run into cynthia again did you know that cynthia is a really cool dancer <laughs> <laughs> cynthia is a really cool dancer cynthia boogie to the groove now cynthia is a really cool dancer Mm-mm, boogie to the groove now okay um
1: do you remember who cynthia is the doll
0: from rugrats
1: No, do
0: <laughs> I remember this song i was like no shit i know the whole song no. obviously i remember cynthia <laughs>
1: No, no, no. This lady that we ran into. Do you remember where we've seen her before? She
0: is a researcher.
1: Yes. And she was researching Pokémon. Where? The lake. No. Oh, fuck. So close. Where was she? Uh at? the that statue in um What's it called? Eternity City, maybe? Oh, Hold on. yes,
0: the one that had the cryptic message?
1: Yeah, was that yes. Eternity City? I'd, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: Bam. So, yes. Yeah, so Cynthia reveals that she came, not only is she a really cool dancer, she also came to research the lake and is surprised to find it's close to the public. Uh, she then changes the subject to the Gaggle of Psyduck on Route 210. Is gaggle the correct term for Psyduck? I would have said a squad of Psyduck.
1: Yeah, we literally have already had know, this conversation on air, squad of Psyduck.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to change this. So she then changes the subject to the squad of Psyduck on Route 210. Um, we've definitely – we're aware of this problem. just is very annoyed by this problem because, like, it's not efficient to go around, and we were getting blocked by a bunch of ducks. Um, she gives us the secret potion to treat their headache, which, like, why didn't you just go treat them if you already knew about it? Either way, bam, we get a secret potion. I'm
1: not – mad about it Derek, because once again the secret potion from the cyanwood city pharmacy has reappeared in our lives remember the jasmine the gym leader in uh johto who had the sick ampharos in the lighthouse that we had to go get we healed him with a secret potion is it the same potion I mean, it's probably not like literally the same one that was consumed by an Ampharos, but I am assuming it comes from the same pharmacy on Signwood City Island.
0: They got that good shit. Look at that. Yeah. Well, look at the Signwood so, City pharmacy stepping it. We up.
1: definitely thought it was a drug front, but like here they are popping back up in Sinnoh. Technic- Saving Pokemon lives.
0: Still, still think it might be a trick for it. I'm just going to throw it out there. Now, Route 212, um, this route route loops back from Pistoria to Harthome, Harthome, Hardy Sea, and is extremely long, just like Willem Dafoe's penis. Now, oh my it's, God. <laughs> it's pouring rain on the southern end of the route, but it kind of clears up towards the north. Um, <laughs> on the southern end, there are more swampy marsh areas and some ledges that we can ride our bikes in between and Get on those bike trails and get fit and such. Um, turning north, but there is a huge mansion on the side of the route. Um, it's really creative, actually. The name, I don't know. They must have taken years of research and groupthink <laughs> to come up with this. But they called it a Pokemon Mansion. Um, it has a small grassy patch behind the house, which is exciting.
1: Did Poojus try and catch any Pokemon here?
0: No, did not catch anything, did, did Jenna.
1: no. She was unimpressed because she was like, oh, yeah, these guys, total brown nosers. And I was like, well, I don't know what you think you are if you think these guys are brown nosers. But, um, she did do the tour of the facility, at least, um, and met the owner of the mansion, who's super rich. I don't know. Seemed like they knew each other. Um. And Derek, I don't know about you, but we found the owner in a room with a statue that we, like, weren't allowed to touch and had its own personal guard, and I really wanted to touch the statue.
0: Oh, 100%. Literally, that's (laughs) the the most obvious way to get someone to want to touch a statue is not to touch the statue. Like, I would have no urge if they didn't say it, so...
1: Like, there was little to no security in most of the building, and then this statue has its own guard, whose only only purpose is to prevent people from touching it.
0: I would say Pooch was not impressed. He gave me the ultimate sign of disapproval, looked at me, looked at the statue, went, not the shit, and just kept walking, so.
1: Pooch was not interested in the statue?
0: Nope. Nope. Man,
1: kids these days.
0: They're not not the same. They need uh, all these fancy technology and iPads and video games to keep themselves entertained. That's my grumpy old man voice. Now, moving on from that, um, one of the maids did give us a Soothe Bell, which is nice, very soothing, and makes Pokemon more friendly, which just has any issues with grumpy Pokemon, but I think it may come in handy in the future. If we find a Scyther, at least we can use it before we get murdered. So there's that. Yeah,
1: Jenna immediately gave this soothe bell to that budu who um, hasn't evolved yet because it doesn't like Jenna enough. And like I don't know that I wanna like explore that.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a lot. But we got a yeah. so you don't need to. You can just use that instead. Now Route two ten is over to the north, and that's where the Psyducts are. We're still where we left them, still suffering headaches, still struggling. After giving the medicine, thankfully it did work and they just happily just run off. Uh, one does go in the wrong direction but follows which is i honestly expect a squad aside up when they disperse to just go in all different directions that is also lost. what
1: i expected so yeah. the
0: cord- <laughs> level of coordination was genuinely kind of shocking i was not expecting that now cynthia does appear again and asks us to help her by bringing an old charm to her grandmother in celestic town um which is like Cool, I guess. I mean, you could probably do this. But at this point, we're basically just Aaron boys anyway. So, like, let's just roll with it um, and pass it. Well, the- and
1: at least, like, Cynthia's asking us to do stuff that is already on our way, right? Like, we're going to be battling through to Celestic Town because we want to learn more about the history of Sinnoh and to continue to buff up these teams before our trainers take on the, the Heart Home City Gym. Um, it's been a lot of gyms in really quick succession. So, you know, for Jenna, at least she was happy to oblige um, and assist Cynthia because it wasn't necessarily like additional work on top of what she was already planning to do. So I
0: guess that's okay. Fine, logic, reason, whatever. Either way, pass aside that we find ourselves in Defog. fog. Uh, see what I did there. <laughs> we find ourselves in Defog. And luckily we have Defog, so we can use Defog to clear Defog
1: uh which pokemon of pugis's team learned defog that is
0: a great question whichever one was able i did not pay that much attention does
1: wingle okay so yeah probably wingle yeah because it's... he had
0: an open i think he might have had an open move slot, cause i don't remember having to delete anything so it had to be wingle so puliper sorry it's...
1: So yeah, defog is framed as like, oh, big Pokemon like flap their wings and disperse the fog with like the air currents that they generate, which makes a lot of sense, right? Mm. Uh, Jenna doesn't have a bird Pokemon on her team, and oh, no. she taught hers. I was watching to picture this image, Derek, in your mind. She taught defog to her little fideon, which is a fish that's about this big. So she's I don't know, like six everywhere. inches long. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> like she basically just like lets it out on the ground, and it's like jumping up in the air, flopping around because there's no water. And I guess like that chaotic energy was enough to disperse the fog. But it's it's a little fish. It does oh. not have any like wings or anything, and it wasn't aluminium yet so it didn't have those beautiful big um ear fins that you love so little
0: baby and yeah i did confirm by the way because I, yeah, I thought so so. it's the only pokemon on the team that i can't even learn it so it was it was puliper um which is l- much less comical just some wing flaps so i'm sorry there was not as fun of a visual as a baby fish trying to clear an entire fog but either way defog <laughs> was declared by defog And (laughs) I don't know why I enjoy saying that word so much. Um, And we can see things now. We do find some additional trainers on this route um, and finally kind of make our way over to Celestic Town. Was really out anything else eventful happening? Once the uh, fog was cleared, everything was a smooth sailing. It was a clear... Oh, damn it. I wanted to make a cleared fog joke and I couldn't think of one. So we're just going to move to Celestic Town instead. Um, (laughs) This is a small town. Too small for a PokeMart even, which... I don't think we've ever have we come across any like cities or things that are described as towns that don't have pokemarts
1: i feel like we've certainly been places that have neither a pokemart or a pokemon center yes but i'm not off the top of my head remembering only one because even flow Town, i we were just recently there jenna and i and it has both a pokemon center and a pokemart so it's not like the town versus city moniker so
0: okay, yeah, I don't I don't know what their deal is, but get a Pokemon. Either way, yeah, it's not too small for Team Galactic, as you pointed out, and they're standing guard over a cave here, just thinking that they're being big and bad. I don't know if it has to do with a bomb or the demon summoning, which is probably happening at this very moment. We'll find out more. Maybe <laughs> bomb is a code word for demon. Look at that.
1: Well, they went to the lake front with the bomb. Oh, so. okay, so it's not. Yeah, it's a
0: separate demon. Either way.
1: De- Yep. <laughs> After defeating
0: the Grunt at the entrance to the cave, Cynthia's grandmother approaches and accepts the old charm that we have for her. Super convenient that she was there. Wonderful. Um, she does encourage our trainers to go into the cave to learn more about the history of Sinnoh. I found that to be a little cryptic, a little creepy. What are you setting us up for? This is definitely where the demon lives. How did you all take it?
1: I was into it. Like, I'm generally a more trusting person than you are, Derek, and, like, we just dispatched the Team Galactic member that was outside of this cave, so, like seemed pretty safe we just rocked in i don't know
0: <laughs> but it's a cave you know how i feel about caves yeah, and that's where i, am I do right know now. how
1: you feel about because i had to get
0: i had to get my energy i had to gather myself just to try to pull myself together enough to give a damn about whatever is in this cave because it is in a cave and i don't want to be there so we go into these celestic ruins the celiars and there's some beautiful cave etchings of three pokemon and while we're looking at this artwork, Cynthia's grandmother comes into the ruins and gifts us with HMO3 Surf. Now I like this cave a whole lot better because Surf is, as Poojus would say, the shit.
1: Yeah, Derek, you just need to pay respect and homage to history, and then people will, like, help you.
0: <laughs> whatever. I got. I, I get to... Well, the best thing about this now is Poogis does not... He actually believes in evolution, and there's not a mudkip. So whatever Pokemon ends up learning Surf, whatever Pokemon... That I'm riding through the ocean on will not be by the tail of a mudkip. I will no longer be getting slapped in the face with endless amounts of salt water for hours and hours and hours on end. I might get to travel like a
1: not human? Yeah, I was
0: about to say, (laughs) like I was traveling before like some sort of bait in the ocean. Now I get to travel like a human or a Pokemon. Oh,
1: Well, the tables have turned, or the turns have tabled, because... (laughs) Oh, how the turn uh, tables have turned. Jenna has, again, little baby fish. So, like, (laughs) we're each taking a tail fin and holding on for dear life.
0: Yeah, that's going to be interesting. How could it even pull one?
1: I don't know. It's super strong, I assume. I don't know. I've learned not to uh, ask questions that I don't want to know the answers to.
0: I guess. I'm looking now. Can pelipper i don't and in wingo can't can pelipper learn surf because a surfing pelipper is fucking adorable if that's the case
1: um yeah it can it can
0: oh my gosh this is yeah, gonna be adorable it can learn
1: fly surf defog and whirlpool
0: this is the most fun thing ever i get to surf on a pelipper this is gonna Well, be it's big
1: enough that it's probably going to be quite a nice uh, nice ride. At
0: that point, why don't you just fly over the water? Maybe it wants to have fun and surf. Maybe
1: that's, well, maybe that's like what is happening. That's true. Like,
0: it just kind of drags its feet along to act like it's surfing. I am so much more excited for water now. Living yeah. the fancy life. Oh, have no, fun it's in. a
1: pelper What if you like live in its little mouth pouch?
0: Oh, you just <laughs> hide in there and stick. Oh, my yeah. God. I went from being dragged by a mudkip to being in the jaws of a Pelipper, this is wonderful. The
1: lap of luxury and in there, man. Get
0: to hang out with <laughs> little fish buddies that he's about to eat, this is wonderful. And now for a quick word from our sponsors.
1: Visit Celestic Town in Sinnoh to appreciate the deep history of our region. We are definitely not a retirement community. It's simply a coincidence that our focus is on history and our average resident age is 75. Here in Celestic Town, we haven't sold out to Big Pokémart, and you can still purchase your Pokeballs and other items from a mom and pop store, or grandma, grandpop. Remember, Celestic Town is dedicated to the history of Sinnoh, not the history of your family, so please stop sending us your elderly relatives. Only 22 people live in this town, and we do not have enough housing for your retired parents, too. Now back to our show.
0: After leaving the ruins, some weird dude from Mount Coronet appears again and introduces himself as Cyrus and tells us that he is seeking a power to create a new world demon and he instructs us to inform him if you find the power
1: the demon
0: like okay dude sure
1: like bro just loves to show up at random places and monologue at us and it's like okay thanks dog sure i'll let you know if i run into any demons
0: yeah this dude is very intent on being as as a very self-admitted weird person myself this dude is fucking weird so like something uncomfortable like i feel like he's gonna bring about a bad demon because look i don't want to stereotype maybe there's some cool demons out there i don't know them they don't know me they might be the coolest demons out in the world i feel like this dude cyrus is gonna fuck around and find like the conjuring demon (laughs) like the the nun conjuring demon that's trying to like eat people's faces and have it running around so i'm not a fan
1: he just strikes me as someone who's so unbelievably sheltered that Like, he has these really firmly held beliefs about the world and how it works and what his role is and clearly has not spent, like, any meaningful amount of time out and amongst society to, like, understand that most people don't approach life the way that he seems to be approaching life. So, I only hope that as our journey continues, if we happen to continue to encounter him, like, maybe some of our normalcy will start to infect him you i don't know was
0: Me and normalcy <laughs> in the same sentence what a. I what
1: a, i mean let's what, are you disputing the facts like compared to cyrus you're absolutely a normal person
0: nicest thing anyone's <laughs> ever said to me now let's move on to hardy c so hardy c we can finally fight the gym leader here cynthia's grandmother let us know that we needed to defeat the hardy c gym to use surf and i want to get in the mouth of this fucking pelipper so we need to do this fast <laughs> so a quick flyback to hardy c and a ghost Pokemon gym. Ooh. Um, the puzzle in the gym is math-based, so fun. Who loves math? We like math, and we don't care. Who knows?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, Jenna just used the Poketch app uh, calculator uh, that's and it. did that. I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, we're not trying to do complex addition and multiplication. Forgot, so. the, I honestly forgot the
0: app existed. I I, wonder if, I thought Poojus was just good at math in his head. He may have just been using the app and cheating the whole time. I guess.
1: If I mean, that's not cheating. Yeah, not that's che- like using the tools that you have to solve the problem in front of you.
0: There. Now, moving on to this gym battle. I was surprised at how low level the Pokemon were. So there was no huge type advantage here for Poojus. But at this point... You got a squad of Pokemon that are, like, level 35, 36 with a plenty of non-physical type moves, so... What do
1: you mean there was no type advantage? What was Poojus' strategy? Because I know exactly what he should have done, and I'm, like, concerned that it's not what you did.
0: What wh- should have done? I So, the strategy there was just, oh, shit, you have a fucking Shartinks that knows Thunder and a Torterra that knows the Super Absorb with the little thing... And I wanted to level up. I wanted to see Pulipur do better. So I was like, yo, throw the Pulipur in. So I was throwing some advice over to Pugis. So between those three swapping in and out, that was kind of most of the battles. Was that, was Pugis wrong in his thinking?
1: So Pugis had a Luxray at level 34 that like potentially was at level 35 by this point and did not use the super effective Bite or Crunch to just eat all of the ghosts.
0: Didn't have, no, Bite was used. I don't think Crunch was there yet. But that was just oh you one get of the... crunch at
1: level thirty five, so I mean the point is I you did have a super effective move oh. and this was typically be what I would suggest for a ghost type gym is like going in with strong physical dark type moves. Oh uh,
0: well, that was not at all what the strategy was overall. It was used <laughs> partially, but
1: okay, to... I'm I retract some of this snark.
0: Okay, honestly, yeah, I I wasn't even thinking about that. yet. Yeah. I would say Turdwig was used for the majority of the battles in a good in a good chunk of them um and everything was kind of started with Pooper in there to we have experience share, but I was trying to like sneak in some kills with Pooper so I wanted poo just to be able to like I'm very invested in this pooloper so I was a hundred percent backseat driving this entire time so anytime poo just wanted to do something I was like you should use pulloper instead um you'll notice next time when we do our next update you might see a quite a jump in Poopers level to, to catch up with the rest of the squad so this was a very pulloper focused journey on this leg Um, but yeah, I don't remember it being super eventful though. I I don't remember having to like see Pooja struggle or get down to it because the last few gyms have been like multiple tries having to strategize. That rhymed. This was just more of just a kind of (laughs) first run through, was able to get through it.
1: Uh, yeah, Jenna, she did spend some time leveling finally. Um, got all of her Pokemon up to level 30, so that's a five level jump. Still, like, well below the levels here of uh, Fantina, but was able to rely on type advantages for that Drifblim, which is part flying type. Um, she did throw out her Misdreavus against the Gengar, which is kind of a dicey move because ghost on ghost violence, but um, the Psybeam was able to take advantage of the poison dual typing of Gengar. And then that level thirty six, Magius was just like a slog fest of like who can hang out the longest, and Jenna just had numbers on her side and revives. So
0: <laughs> I did a quick little check in with Pujas, aka look at my three DS, and um, Poojas did get rid of Bite for Crunch when it came to uh, the Char Tanks. So in my head, it's literally the same thing. I don't understand the difference between a Bite and a Crunch. Like one does Crunches. more damage
1: harder yeah
0: but i feel like a bite like if you asked me like if i were just to crunch on you or if i was to bite you like bite sounds more intimidating
1: yeah i guess
0: so yes fantina was defeated that's a great name uh gives the relic badge and we can surf outside a battle and i can ride in the mouth of a <laughs> pelipper uh and shadow claw <laughs> so this is very fun upon leaving the gym we run into cynthia again who tells us she knows what we did last summer and what went down with Team Galactic in Celestic Tower and encourages us to continue to oh god. Kanalave City and its library. I
1: would <laughs> say Canalave City. Um oh. also Celestic Town, not tower, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like I was <laughs> I just pulled a stugatz there, I looked ahead, saw kanalave and was like, fuck, I need to prepare and just mispronounced everything leading up to it. Um I'm gonna say Kanelave.
1: Okay. There are literally no accents in this word, but, like, live your best life, Derek.
0: Fine. That's that's what I do every day. That's what I wake up and tell myself. Um, Now, (laughs) moving on to the Fuego Ironworks. Now, this is a great, great, great name. The Fuego Ironworks are north of Floroma Town on the banks of a river that sits these Fuego Ironworks. And inside these Ironworks are my favorite, favorite thing, as you all know. Caves the only thing i love more than caves the only thing i love more than caves are spinning tiles oh i love this
1: place is meant for you it's just
0: there's foundry workers with impressive pokemon they got machokes and steelix Rapidashes, and fucking spinning tiles um yeah you know what i need a break look we got gabby she talked to mr fuego listen to the interview we'll come back in a second a quick break and we'll be right back with the show
1: Correspondent Gabby here with the owner of the Fuego Ironworks. It's Mr. Fuego himself. How are you today, sir?
0: I am uh you can say feeling quite fuego.
1: Awesome. Alright, well, I know we're short on time here, so let's just jump straight into questions. Um, can you tell our listeners how did you get into the ironworking business?
0: Well, I saw, I came, I conquered. Or should I say, I saw, I conquered, I came. They say that Chico on fire, and he no liar. Why y'all slipping, he running the game?
1: Okay, yep, that super tracks makes a bunch of sense. I see where you are going with that. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Next question. How, you know, in your mind, would these spinning tiles make work at the foundry more efficient?
0: You know the roof is on fire. We gon' boogie, oogie oogie, jiggle wiggle and dance like the roof is on fire.
1: Also, oh, just kind of like more fun times. Okay, I guess I can I can see that. Um, you know, who needs a ping pong table when you you have uh, spinning tiles? Um, all right. Well, uh, question I'm super interested in. Uh, we don't come across a lot of ironworks facilities, so can you tell our listeners what kind of products do you make here?
0: Fireball.
1: I thought that was alcohol. Okay. Um, (laughs) sure. Great. Cool. Okay. Uh, well, I just have, um, one more question for you here, Mr. Fuego. The patented, hard-hitting question for the folks at home. What do you say to the allegations that you use the ironworks as a front to avoid paying capital gains tax?
0: I was born in flame. Mama said that everyone would know my name. I'm the best you've never had. If you think I'm burning out. I'm never am.
1: Mr. Worldwide. (laughs) Now back to our show.
0: Okay, I've gathered myself. Thank you, Gabby. Um, I am no longer tilted from the spinning tiles. A little bit dizzy, but that's it. We do find Mr. Fuego, who you've just heard from, standing next to a smelter, which is a very fun word. Smelter is the opposite of marsh. As much as I hate the word marsh, I love the word (laughs) smelter. Um...
1: I will admit, I think I only know the word smelter because of Skyrim. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, it feels like there should be an ace. It feels like it should be smelter. I don't know why. Smelter, but <laughs> <meant> smelter, whatever. <laughs> and he tells us, oh, a smelter is a person. Oh shit! I thought a smelter was a thing.
1: Oh, is it not? I thought.
0: Wait. Yeah, a it?
1: smelter. It's the it's the thing where you like put like the ore oh, and then you turn I misread, it into. I misread, I misread the comma.
0: I thought the smelter was talking to us. Nope, the smelter is next oh, to Mr. No. Flago, and Mr. <laughs> Flago tells us that his workers have revolted against the spinning floor tiles. Yes, the workers are so right. I, I agree with you, workers. Um, <laughs> they were supposed to make the place more efficient somehow. No, you're trying to fucking kill your workers. I think this is some sort of plot to make the workers quit so they can hire new people with worse, worse wages bam i have no idea
1: this guy seems like uh completely in over his head there's some clear look his name is mr fuego like there's some clear nepotism going on here because this guy knows like legit nothing about ironworks so
0: it's a mess he does give us a firestone for listening to him complain which is super sweet thank you sir i appreciate that um and directly south of these ironworks across the river we can access the northern portion of the tranquil float oh my gosh Directly south of the Fuego Ironworks across the river, we can access the northern portion of the tranquil Floaroma Meadows. Uh, Jenna found a Miracle Seed and a Leaf Stone on the way in this journey. So that's exciting. Leaf Stones are great.
1: Two evolutionary stones that I don't think Jenna needs. Um, and a grass-held item that I think is not as good as the Big Root. But, like, it's not my Pokemon journey, so... <laughs> Speaking of
0: Big Roots, Willem Defoe. Now, next <laughs> episode, we're going to go ahead onto Route 219 through 221, Got Kanalave City, Iron Island, Kanalave City Gym, Triple C's, Kanalave Library. You just wanted me to say that word a lot. This has been Pokemon Radio (laughs) with your hosts Derek and i on Professor Oak's Pokemon Talk. Ceci, hit him with the social media.
1: If you are on Instagram or Twitter, you can find us at Pokemon Radio Pod, uh, where we post probably usually updates on our trainers' journeys throughout the week (laughs) um, and talk about all things Pokemon news related. Um, If you're listening to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a rating or a review there. And no matter where you're listening, please subscribe or follow the show.
0: This show is made possible by support for your Goldrod Public Radio subscription from listeners like you. Always remember, I want to be the very best like no one ever was. To catch one of every gym tape is my real test. Train them is my
1: unpaid labor for the Pokemon League. Sponsored by the Sinnoh Pokemon League.
0: Well, yeah, you're just gonna cut this, you said? Yeah. Boo! I think this is a great story. about this. No. I think this is a wonderful banter to keep.